Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong with a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. One week it's Britney, the next it's Kanye, this week it's both! Another week and the world feels more and more like it's going to end. It's time for another Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. Joining on the panel this week is Mikey. Hello. Hello. Just little old me this week. Yeah, I mean, the, the first time we did one of these was just you, and now we're doing it just you, and it wasn't supposed to be just you, but that's who we are, that's where we are. I feel like some people on this panel are like 11 a.m. is evil. And who are we blaming 11 a.m. on? Me. Blame it on me. Because I <laughs> do not want, I, I literally, I wake up at 8 o'clock on a, sun, on a Saturday and Sunday. I need who to like. Who that? Uh, people who ha- live lives. I can't tell you. Like, wow, I have to get up. Are you saying I, we don't live lives? No, y'all live night lives. Okay, fair. I do not live a nightlife. I am in bed by 10 most days, even on weekends. I woke up at eight, walked my dog, shoveled, had breakfast and finished episode three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel this morning. Like I've been like going, going, going before this. Are you 75 years old? Apparently, I guess. Do you wear cardigans all the time? Listen, I'm a social worker. Social workers are notorious and therapists for wearing shawl cardigans that can wrap them around themselves. It's a thing. Why? What is the psychology of that? I don't know. I really don't know. But it's like every single social worker or therapist I know has like an extensive collection of shawl cardigans. And it's just like one of those stereotypes that I don't think we're intentionally doing. Because it's like, it's like fun. And it's like whimsical while at the same time professional, but not like too buttoned up suit and tie because it's relatable, but still like, I don't know, like, let me just have my shawl cardigans. Okay, okay. That's fair. You never wear a shawl cardigan to this podcast. No, I wear a sweatshirt because it's Saturday. That's true. Um, Saturday so sweatshirt. ice, ice. You got ice yesterday. No, we got snow. We got about oh, 10 we and got half ice. inches. Oh, my driveway is ice right now. Yeah, mine's just snow. Um, I will say, if I ever see Punxsutawney Phil, it's going to be on site. Um, I'm gonna fuck that little rodent up because this is not what I asked for. When I said I would like 10, 10 and a half inches, I did not mean snow loop all right well we are talking five pop culture topics headlines and stories rather than the usual rapid fire we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts there are lots of things happening in a given week so some of your favorite moments might not make it but if you want something to be discussed reach out dm me at michael block talk on instagram no promises this week was weird but it's the usual players the usual suspects who are in the headlines okay kevin spacey 
Listen, he gave me money for my uh, for my lyric writing and book writing, so I can't be that mad at him. I mean, we can, but take his coin. $10,000 grant for my musical. $10,000? That's a RuPaul Drag Race prize for season one. Right. Look at you. All right, let's start with number one. Pop princess Britney Spears is set to release a tell-all memoir after netting a $15 million book deal with Simon & Schuster. The memoir will chronicle her career, her life, her family, and I can only assume the book will probably be called Toxic. Spears' book deal falls quite short of the Obamas, who netted $60 million, but in the largest ever known figure for a nonfiction book. I just have one question. How do I become the ghostwriter? I want that money. Brittany's going to write it herself and I need it to be in her like text to talk fucking way. She's been writing everything because oh, <laughs> it'll no. be wild. No, I, I mean, I'm sure she already has a ghostwriter. I'm sure they gave somebody to her. I'm cool. I'm sure you are, but I'm just saying Brittany already has somebody that she's probably paid to do it. Now, obviously there's going to be a lot of retaliation to kid sister, Jamie Lynn after her tell all things. Fuck Jamie Lynn. Um, what, what do you, what bombshells do you expect to hear in this tell all? Um, I hope that we find out that Jamie Lynn Spears, that she has back hair and that like her, her hair is a wig and that like, um, she definitely killed a man and hid the body so that we can just like lose her to jail. Um, I just fuck Jamie Lynn, fuck her father. I hope that we find out he also has killed a body and that way he can go to jail. I just need them gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like what it's going to do is this book's going to blow open like the sad truths about conservatorship, which this is not the only time we're talking about that this week. Um, but I, I feel like we're going to really get an insight into what happened the past, what, 10, 20, 50,000 years that she's been stuck in this world? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, and you know what? So many people have been profiting off of this conservatorship of Britney's that it's time she profits off of it. Sure. And I hope whoever buys the rights to this, to make it a um, series, either HBO max or Netflix or whoever's going to do it. They cast someone good as Britney. Who should be Britney Spears? Britney Spears. She's not going to play herself. Why not? Cause that's too meta. Remember when Fantasia tried to do that? That was weird and bad. I love Fantasia. She can do no wrong to me. Um, Shit, so let's that was see. Bad. Let's see, who should play Britney Spears? Because obviously this needs to be an Oscar movie, so we need an Oscar actress. Um, or someone who will get their first Oscar for it. You know who could do it. Who? Jessica Chastain. She's too old. We got to go back 10 years. <gasps> no, I was just going to say Zendaya, but that would just not work for many no, reasons. Uh, <laughs> I love Zendaya! You know who I've been slightly obsessed with, who I think is an incredible actress? Julia Garner. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Sydney Sweeney. Julia Garner's got that grip. But Julia Garner, I think, could be better than Sid. I like Sydney Sweeney. I, I just, I, now that you've said Julia Garner, I think that would be brilliant. Have you been watching Inventing Anna? I have. What I a fucked up story. Oh, well, did you not follow that? I know we're not like full talking about that today, but did you not follow that when it was no, going on? No, I did on? not. I did not. 
Oh my God. It was one of those things. Cause I was in LA at the time. I was following that like a crazy person. Well, we'll it have was to add so that. Good. We'll add that to next week's topic rundown. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, no, Julia Garner between uh, Ozark and inventing Anna. She, she's a very strong actress mm-hmm. and she can do weird things with her mouth with accents. And she's also getting Emmy nominated. I think she got Emmy nominated won. for Oscar. She, she oh, won. She won. Mm-hmm. Done. Give it to her. She can give him the Oscar. I'm okay with it. There it is. All right. Um, I know we probably asked this question before, but like I feel like every week things happen, things change. What's the name of your tell-all book going to be now? My tell-all book? Yeah. I'm not interesting enough to tell a tell-all book or to write a tell-all yes, book. You are. I'm not. I'm a nobody. Uh-huh. I would not have a tell-all book. What have, what have I done that's been really interesting? I think you should call it Daddy Issues. Fuck you. There it is. You um, rat. I have known you since you were a little child, a.k.a. in college. Um, yeah, so let's you... not start spreading that. I was 21. Okay, correct. No, no, you were older than that. Nope, I was 21. Really? Yep, because I was a wow. senior year of college. You were 21 in your senior year? You're a baby. No, no, no. I was 20 because we met in the fall. Fair. I turned 22 December of mm-hmm, 2015. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, yeah, no, I was 21, 22 okay. when we met. Which means I was younger too, people. Don't, don't, get, don't get it twisted. Yeah, he, instead of being 45, he was mm-hmm. 40. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, Britney Spears. I mean, good for her. I hope she uses his money for good. Um, maybe throw some of it to charity. Even if she doesn't use the money for good, fuck it. She's not had control over her life for so long. Fucking as long as she's not like doing problematic shit. If she wants to go fucking blow it all on a vacation for herself, she's been trapped for years. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Brittany, good luck. I hope this book comes out um, before the world ends. I can't stand you. <laughs> well, we'll keep on dancing if it does end. So, yeah. All right. You ready for topic number two? Very. Keeping it on the conservatorship. Former Nickelodeon star Amanda Bynes has filed to end her conservatorship after nine years. The 35 year old who left Hollywood to pursue a degree at California's Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising also filed a capacity declaration, which must be completed by a medical professional who has experience and knowledge of this person. Bynes mother, Lynn, has overseen the conservatorship since 2013 after the kid star's tabloid trouble included multiple DUIs, drug-related arrests, shoplifting allegations, and an eviction from her apartment. Oh, all while revealing she was bipolar. Is it time we free Amanda? Hashtag free Amanda. Okay. This, and like, this is one of the few times you will ever hear this utter from my mouth. This is how conservatorships are supposed to work. Amanda Bynes' parents are thrilled that she's filing to end it. They're supporting her on it. Uh, About four or five years ago, Amanda Bynes got back full control over her finances. It was just her medical decisions that her parents were kind of helping her still make with the conservatorship. This is how they're supposed to work. Amanda Bynes was couldn't take care of herself financially, emotionally, physically, and needed someone else to. That's where mom stepped in. Her parents have been giving her back control over the past few years, and it's now the logical time to take her off of it. I don't, I don't, and I don't think that you keep seeing the free Amanda Bynes because she's been getting control and she's been 
getting back her power. And this is like the next logical step to end it. Like her parents are thrilled. They are happy. She's doing so well. She's following her regiment um, to kind of control her uh, mental health symptoms as they come up and she's doing really well and she's taking care of herself. This is what conservatorships are supposed to do. They don't because people get greedy. I mean, that's, that's the reality is like, yes, the ones that we are most aware of are the ones for the wealthy. So there's always money attached to it. Um, And there's always, always, always going to be he said, she said situation. Um, but no, this is great that, I mean, her parents are are believing she's improving. This is a great step. Um, I mean, yes, Amanda Bynes the past nine years has made a lot of questionable decisions as well. Um, just look at her face. Um, well, that was all when she was a, when she was not under the conservatorship. And that's part of why she got put into sure. the conservatorship because she was the symptoms of bipolar came out and she started u- using drugs and abusing drugs. And it led to her mental health symptoms worsening. And that's where it kind of went down that path for her. I mean, I don't love conservatorships, but sometimes like in this situation, I did find it was maybe necessary. And yes, nine years is a long time, but I mean, everyone's happy to kind of see her off of it. And so it's, it's reached that point where she's finally feeling able to take back full control of her life, which she's had full financial control over the past. My question though, is what does Amanda Bynes do next? If she's already been a due to Hollywood, what is she going to do? What does she do? I don't know if she's going to fully go back to Hollywood or not. I'm going to be real. I I don't think she will. I think she's going to do more fashion. I think she's going to go Olsen track and maybe start a fashion line. She's already done so much in Hollywood at this point. Unless someone wants, she's the man too. No. (gasps) rude i i love amanda Bynes, but i think at this point what i would love to see is maybe her dip her toes into something more oscar worthy i think i love i love amanda Bynes. i think she's a fabulous actress and i would love to see that comedic timing maybe get her a nomination because i do think now that everything is sort of restabilized for her maybe she could go back to that world and and be completely fine but also maybe she doesn't and maybe she just gives us a really bomb ass fashion line and i'm kind of ready for that too do you think i mean this is the second time i'm saying it do you think her being a celebrity with money she should maybe do something for um uh bipolar she should do some sort of talk uh to people and really bring awareness because their bipolar issues are real and and it's really prevalent and People don't talk about it because they feel like it's so taboo. She would be a great spokesperson for it. She's been talking about it. She done been talking about it, girl. But even bigger, (laughs) like on a bigger platform, like on late night shows and and ways to reach the masses. Which she may want to do that and just isn't getting invited. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing. She she, has Legally, she may not be able to. Yeah, now she might be able to. And I think that's a great, I think because she's been doing it. She's been going on the daytime shows. She's done stuff talking about her diagnoses. I know for a while they thought it might've been schizophrenia um, or schizoaffective. And so that's, I mean, she's been talking about it all. It's just, it's not been on the like more mainstream sort of things like Colbert or Corden or whatnot. So I do think that we're going to see her do that. And that she might make the media rounds once she's been officially removed from it, which is I'm a hundred percent inevitable. I think at this point, Mom thinks she's good. Amanda's good. Like everyone in the world is like, yeah, she's fine. Take her off it now. Right. Like, she needs a ghostwriter. How much do we get in the um, book deal what for What do her? we need the ghostwriter? What do we need it for? Because no celebrity knows how to write. 
No, no, but why do we need an Amanda Bynes book? To know what was going on with her. But we, but we did. It wasn't like the Britney Spears situation. Everyone deserves a book. No one did. No, that no. I want a that book. Is a, deal. You want a book? That's the that's the real thing here. Not everyone deserves one. You want a book deal? Yeah. I. I love paperweights. I love write, paperweights. Wow. Then write a book. Okay, I will. Write Simon Schuster, call me. Let's do it. Write a book. You might be able to get it published. Uh, you know what? We'll try. We'll see what we can do. It'll be a tell all about you. No. <laughs> um, Amanda, good luck. I mean, I hope this this, this goes over easily. Uh, I know that the, the trial and, and date is set for March, so it should happen fast, and hopefully yeah. um, she'll get to hang out with Britney Spears. I mean, she probably could have anyways if she wanted to, but I don't think either of them are friends. <laughs> you don't know that. You're right. I don't know that. Britney Spears' sister was on Nickelodeon, as was uh, Amanda But we fucking Bynes. hate Jim. We hate Jamie Lynn. Exactly. So they could probably talk about how they hate uh, Jamie Lynn Spears. But we don't know Amanda's thoughts on Jamie Lynn. She probably hates her because she stole all that from her. I mean, listen, everyone hates Jamie Lynn, so I'm sure Amanda does too. That's the tea. Um, well, speaking of conservatorships, our next topic is probably someone who should be under one. Kanye West proved Kim K's point, and it only took mere hours to do so. Kanye took to Instagram to harass Pete Davidson after Kardashian filed court papers to declare her being legally single, as West still refuses to believe the relationship is indeed over. After coincidental timing, Davidson left the gram as he stated that he got both positive and negative messages and reminded him why he just doesn't want to be on social media. West, though, believes it was his doing, posting that he, quote, ran skeet off the gram and then following it up with quote tell your mother i changed your name for life as bill maher put it on his show last night kanye is russia kim is ukraine pete is nato the relationship between ukraine and nato drives russia crazy is it time to start a conservatorship on kanye and it's going to take kim k to be the one to do it Because she can, because of the baby. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, because this is where I don't know, if, like, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, he's doing what Amanda Bynes did that got her put on, or at least the social media aspect, he's doing what she did that got, that was evidence against needing to put her on a conservatorship. But, I mean, he's still paying his bills. He's still not he's not been evicted he still is able i i don't think we've seen that piece where he can't manage but i do think his mental health is really off the rails and it might be a situation where he's just um got so much money that he even if he's managing it poorly that it's not going to ever really show especially with this 200 dollar radio thing that he's trying to do <laughs> he's going to get a ton of money from that i mean i think what needs to happen is he needs to go to an inpatient program. Like he needs to, I'm, I've been saying that I've said that here. I've said that on the other show. I do. I've said that I think last week, I, I just, I keep shouting that he needs to go to an inpatient program. It's just not, it's reached that point where it's just mental health wise. It's not good for him to be on the social media. It's not good for him to kind of be running around completely unchecked and someone on his team needs to step up and make that decision. Granted, I don't know everything else going on behind the scenes, to where I would say fully like it's conservatorship time. I think 
we're halfway to that point where I think it might be, but then who's in control of it? I wouldn't put Kim in control of it. I would, it probably would be an outsider. No, it would probably be an outside agency. So like the problem though, is that it, it, the fact that Kim has to go to court to file a paper to say, man, we are not together. It's over. That is going to next lead to her having to file Restraining order. A restraining order, and then saying he can't have any visitation rights on his children, and that's Which, the worst part for him. So, like, he needs to step it up and be like, "If I really am preaching family, 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 I got to take a step back." Which that might be what then sends it to. Because listen, there's plenty of people that are able to take care of themselves that have had to have their spouse go to court and say, "I'm legally single. My partner will not sign divorce papers." And then do the whole restraining order situation. There's plenty of people that are able to take care of themselves because conservatorships, this is what we have to look at with them. They are a declaration that the individual cannot take care of themselves physically, financially, emotionally, mentally, all like they cannot take care of their own life because their mental health symptoms or their physical health symptoms or what have you is so extreme. We are not at that point yet with Kanye. And I, and that's where we kind of have to be very careful with that. I, and like I said, there's people out there with restraining orders against them and that have basically had courts declare you're single, whether you'll sign the papers or not. Right. When it gets to that point where he cannot pay his, where he's not paying his rent, where he's maybe walking outside naked, where he starts making actual harmful decisions towards himself and, and is really kind of showing a lot more cracks that's when I think it's time to do the conservatorship. But I think right now it's very harmful. It's very dangerous what he's doing. And I think if he wants to avoid leading to that point, because mental health symptoms really do just get worse if you don't get them checked out. Absolutely. And if he doesn't get them checked out, he's going to find himself on a conservatorship because it's going to reach that point where it's like, dude, you can't take care of yourself. I'm sorry, but we have to go about this route. Should Pete Davidson fear for his life? Yeah, Pete Davidson's fearing for his life. I mean, it's what he's doing is so fucked up and it's so completely normal to so many people. This is a normal thing that happens to so many people and it's disgusting. Have you ever gone batshit on an ex's new partner? I, I know, I, but that's also because I'm able to regulate my emotions a little better and I'm able to kind of, I'm, I am able to recognize things and reflect. And yes, I may not necessarily like a person's partner that I've dated, but I'm not, I mean. Has anyone gone ape shit on you? In terms of what? Like you're someone else's. Their ex. No, but I, again, this is, this is not necessarily a normal thing, mm-hmm. but it's normal to so many people, if that makes sense. Kanye, every week, something new. And it's probably going to be for a while right now. I mean, it's, it's just going to get worse before something happens. Something is going to happen. It's either going to be just in- promoting this Donda too. And that's the thing. It also all could be a complete publicity scam because I don't necessarily think so. Mm-hmm. But you never know with Kanye. Yeah, he, he, he's a little cray-cray. Um, I mean, 
I don't really follow along aside from like getting ready for the podcast with his life, but it's just, it, it, it is comical. And, and there are moments where like, is this just all fodder for an SNL sketch? Obviously SNL is not going to do with Pete Davidson on set. Uh, Cause who the hell knows what would happen there, but it's it just, it just, it doesn't seem normal. I, I, I mean, it might not look or appear normal to like you or I, cause we've not experienced this, but I mean, this is, this is a toxic relationship ending. And this is what toxic mm-hmm. relationships ending look like when it's not both parties engaging in that toxicity. It's Kim saying, it's time for me to get out. I can't do it anymore. And Kanye being toxic and just having unchecked mental health stuff. I don't know if it's, com- I don't find it comical. I find it really frightening that, I don't know if it's, we're just so desensitized as a society. Like if I think if I think if SNL does a sketch of this, I think that's when SNL needs to just make its own coffin. Cause this is just not something I think to joke about. Cause this is, this also is really triggering to so many people who have gone through this. It's just, it's, it's just fucked up. And that's all I can kind of say on it. It's also part of your career path. Cause you, you see these kinds of things and you, you yeah. deal with it on a daily basis yeah um so yeah it's it's very difficult it's very um it's it's hard to watch um i mean this is also maybe why like certain people need to take a test before becoming parents um because some people aren't prepared for that i mean i i would hate to grow up as one of the kids and find out oh mommy and daddy were having massive fights in the tabloids and they both looked not well Uh, i mean i don't know if Kim's done anything necessarily in this situation, that that would be the case. But I mean, yeah, she dated Pete Davidson. Look at machine gun and machine gun. Kelly is dating. um, What's her name? Megan Fox. Like, no weird. I, I I don't know. People like who they like. That's fair. That's fair. No one likes me. So it's okay. I don't know what you want me to say to that. (laughs) All right. Ready for the next topic? Sure. Props from the hit Netflix series, The Crown, were stolen by thieves in an overnight raid near the set in Doncaster, England. Approximately $200,000 worth of gemstones, silverware, and antiques were taken, as well as a Fabergé egg that belonged to Queen Elizabeth's grandfather, George V. How do you successfully steal props from a set? And also, why are we using the real things as props? I mean, I think that's the real question here. Why are we using the real things as props? It's like the old adage, don't ever have anything in a show that you don't want to potentially get ruined, damaged, or stolen. I, I'm shocked here. Like, listen, that, the, the Netflix, they got the money. They can make um, replicas of any of this. But I think because they have the money, they want to be like, oh, yeah, we could have all this. Like, well, I, they deserve what they get. Yeah. I mean, oh, fuck. I would like a Fabergé egg. Um, so I hope that I can one day own one. I know they're like, Did you steal it? No, I wish. <gasps> oh my God, you stole it. I, yes, I flew to England and back overnight just so I could be here on this podcast mm-hmm. for Alibi. Why do you want a Fabergé egg? It's, 
fully just a status thing. Like that's the only reason anyone wants one because you can then say I spent a hundred to 200 grand on a fucking bejeweled bedazzled egg that will sit on my shelf as a paperweight. Like that's the full reason I want one of them just to say like, yeah, I have this kind of money. I don't, but it's like that, that is the ultimate flex having one or more Fabergé eggs shows that you are fucking like so fucking wealthy. Cause there's wealthy people that don't have Fabergé eggs because it's just, it's so much money for a fucking little fucking tchotchke. How much do you, how many Fabergé eggs does Britney Spears have? I don't think she has any. She should get one. I know she's got a good book deal. So she should get one. I think Kanye has one. I would, I would bet (laughs) he has one. I have a replica, like a little one you got on Amazon for like 20 bucks that looks fine. But like, I. You want the real deal. I want the real deal. Like, but that's also, it's fully a vanity thing. It's fully a status thing. It's not, it's so much money. Even like if I had a good chunk of change where I could buy one, I would have to probably really think like, am I about to drop like 200, 300 grand on a fucking bedazzled egg? I would, if it was like a Disney Fabergé egg. They don't do that. Why not? Well, not yet. I'm sure they'll do it at some point because Coach now does a Disney collection every year. Well, there's but... a lot of famous people and famous companies doing Disney things nowadays. I know. Gucci does one. Well, The Crown is currently in production for its fifth season with a new cast that spans the years 1990 to 1997, which means it's Diana time. Yeah, which means we're going to have to watch her die on that show. I'm not it's ready. true. Now, I'm going to ask a slightly morbid question. Not, not meant to be morbid, just knowing what's been going on this past week. Will Queen Elizabeth get to watch this season? I don't think so. And if she were to pass, will Netflix be like, we are going to do a season seven and eight with King Charles. No. No, you don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, because seven, I mean, maybe if they were like, we're going to do a season seven and eight, like 10 years from now, we're just letting you know that this is the plan. I don't think that they're going to act because there's not enough content with for King Charles right now. Like he'll have a throne of King. There is probably lots of content in that bedroom. With Charles and Camilla. I fucking hate Camilla. Don't you ever utter her name in front of me. Um, are you excited for the new season? I mean, I love Olivia Coleman. I love Claire Foy. I don't really know Amalda Salton that well. Um, but I know she's a very good actress. So I, 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 she's she got two massive heels to fill. Hold on a second. You are not familiar you are with talking, Imelda? You are talking to someone who's only watched the first four Harry Potter movies. Mama Rose and Gypsy. That's not here, though. That was in the other place. They filmed it and put it on the television. I watch it. I don't like Gypsy. Uh, 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 Follies. I don't watch British um, theater. I watch British telly, not theater. Except for everybody loves uh, talking about Jamie. That one I like. And six. I like that one too. But they're here. Okay. 
I've yet to watch The Crown. I'm waiting for it to end because I know it's going to be one of those shows that I want to watch it beginning to end in one sitting, which you can't do when you have to wait for a season all to happen. It, it's just, that's what I've been waiting. And okay. now that once season five is out, I can actually take the jump. Amelda Staunton acts fucking circles around anything Olivia Coleman or Claire Foy do. Oh, oh boy, okay. Those, those be fighting words. Amelda Staunton is so fucking brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm telling you, she's so good. Also, sidebar, you've never seen Harry Potter 5 through 8? I was doing it as a series on the podcast where Make Mike Watch, and then COVID happened, so I couldn't watch them anymore with the people I had planned to do it. So you just didn't, like, watch them on your own? No, because I'm waiting for the podcast. Like I, with the same people or like other people? I, that's what I have to decide that. I have to decide if I'm going to have a new cast because, you know, things have changed in like two years. Yeah, things have changed in two years. Relationships the, change in two years. Also the fact that's that all like, I'm say. that also the fact that you haven't just decided, fuck it. I'm going to watch it anyways. Like, how have you had held out? You're going to have to like rewatch the first four to remember what happened. That's fine. I can do that. But I, 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 don't, I don't have the Harry Potter book. I didn't catch it. It's Did you a... read the books? No, I don't know so how to read. Why. That's, that's why. Because you didn't read the books. The people who have the Harry Potter book are the people that basically Maybe Maybe one day I'll have Jim Dale read it to me. Audiobooks are better. Now, one last question on this topic. What set of a hit TV series would you want to read? Ooh. I need to really... Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, okay. I want okay. the furniture. I want the fucking furniture. Now, are you watching um, The Gilded Age? Yes. I also want, want that, that furniture. furniture. I also really want that furniture. Um, I just... And I just bought this house. I need to furnish it. I would love furniture from either Gilded Age or... Downton Abbey, because I love that kind of style. Um, that would be fun to raid for the furniture. I don't know about like costume wise, maybe Cru the Cruella movie, because that's more modern. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. I really like the fashion from that movie. But in terms of like jewels, things like that, I don't know. I don't really ever think about that. I am going to raid the set of RuPaul's Drag Race. That fabric.com wall is mine. I am going to resell it to all the queens I know. All the rhinestones are mine. That set is gold. I mean, we watched Michelle Visage steal stuff from the set um, in that really bad um, acting challenge last season. It's got stuff on there. I'm going to do it. The fabric.com wall. Mm -hmm. I'm dead. And you know what else I'm going to steal? A photograph of Rue in sweatpants. Do those even exist? Oh no! I mean, I'm going to take the photo and 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 yes, do the, does, it. does she ever wear sweatpants? Yes, she does. Are you are you kidding? No. Remember when Utica was like, um, "RuPaul, please stand up." That's why Rue didn't stand because she always wears sweatpants under the table. I'm good. Rue never stands because of that. That's the whole joke. Oh, that's so funny. The set is frigid which is it's just, all tv sets are cold because you because the lights and everything you have to yeah. make it colder but yeah rupaul wears sweatpants that's so funny. once she's done with that runway oh she is in sweatpants and probably ugg slippers that's so funny all right our final topic of the week 
with Eurovision just months away, the European Broadcasting Union has decided that Russia will no longer be allowed to participate in this year's Eurovision Song Contest after the country, you know, launched an attack on Ukraine. But we're not going to get too political here. This follows the cancellation of the F1's Russian Grand Prix due to take place in Sochi and the move of the 2022 Football Champions League finale is going to be in Paris. Eurovision 2022 is set to take place in Turin, Italy in May after Rockman Monskin won last year's contest. Oof. Eurovision. It's a celebration of music, culture, art, and I think this is the right decision. I really, I really firmly, firmly do. Um, because you cannot, in good faith, celebrate Russia right now. You just can't. I mean, we're it's something we're probably like fully jokes aside there's gonna be conflict over this there's probably gonna be a war whether or not it's world war three like everyone's predicting probably not but i mean there's gonna be conflict going on there's gonna be countries that roll in to try and protect ukraine i mean ukraine is in the top 10 in all of the like in the world in like 90% of the categories and most of them they're in the top five they're one of the most they're one of the best countries to live in in the entire world right now because of where they sit with things and it's this is completely a power move on Russia to do that to try and to raise their own standings on things but it's just it's and, and it's also par Putin having um, an ego and being an insane human and just wants the USSR back. And that, we're like, no, th- there's a reason why you're not USSR anymore. I'm curious if we're going to actually see what's going to happen because he's going to probably try and take over Ukraine. Are we going to do like in World War II when Germany took over for um, or started taking over countries? A lot of the other European were like, well. Eh and let it go until all of a sudden Germany had amassed all this land and tried to take over the the big difference. The big difference is now with NATO, which was a result of that. So if they touch Poland, Oh, you, it it is world war. Yeah. Um, But, but are we going to let them get to that point? We should let, well, that's, that's the question because I mean, there's there, he, he could easily go to Finland and they're not part of NATO, but they're a NATO um, ally in the sense of that they are potentially considered for NATO. So there's a lot of factors here, but yeah. When it comes to Eurovision, um, I, I think this is the right thing to do because um, it's going to be a very different Eurovision already now, um, yeah. which is unfortunate. But I think uh, finding the positive is going to be in, important. Um, they have not announced; they ne- did not announce who they would have sent. But Russia has been a powerhouse in Eurovision the last decade, as they have had five top five finishes the past ten years. Um, Coincidentally, uh, the Ukrainian entry will be hip-hop trio Kalush Orchestra, who replaced the original winner, Alina Posh, who is facing scrutiny after a visit to the Russian-controlled Crimea in 2015. Ukraine considers it illegal to enter Crimea through the Russian border, though there is no proof that Posh did it. Um, So politics are just entering Eurovision, and and it's a thing. It's here. I mean, politics are entering everything. It's, it's hard to kind of pull away from it, especially when it's happening right on your doorstep. Yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised that it's really happening and it's, and it's happening real time there. I mean, we don't see too, too much of Eurovision here just because we're not involved because we're not a European nation. 
Uh, so not 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 yet until uh if american song contest goes well maybe we'll be involved next time i mean australia does it interesting Mm -hmm. i can't wait for us for american song contest it's gonna be so fun whatever it's okay um yeah so i i think we both agree it's fair that russia's not included i think it's going to be really interesting to see how your ukraine is involved um because you know at this moment anyone from the ages of what 16 to 60 and not leaving the country because you're gonna go um learn how to use rifle yeah um so yeah it will be very very interesting i mean we're on in the topic of ukraine and celebrity there are um reports that sean penn is there filming a documentary because he's actually now a crazy person um there's reports that louis ck is not canceling his gig i don't know if that's true or not um, but on the serious side, Max Mirkovsky from Dancing with the Stars was in Ukraine and is currently stuck there. And um, his wife, Peter Mergatroyd, who is also from Dancing with the Stars, is pleading to get him out and safe. This is real. It's yeah. a real thing. And while entertainment is fun, we have to realize the bigger picture. And um, when it comes to Eurovision, will, will Ukraine get some bonus points? Probably. Rightly so. I mean, I don't know if you've heard their entry it's a good song um it's a really cool song so we'll see how it goes it but um, but this also feels and i was talking with another friend of mine about the um like how the oscars will do that we're gonna wear a ribbon or we're all gonna wear a color to support a cause i do like i i'm pretty sure it's too late for some people to change their outfits but i bet you we see a lot of the ukrainian flag colors um, at the red carpet this year or a fucking like ribbon for Ukraine. Oh yeah, there absolutely like, will be. Rather than donating money and time to the and resources to actually help Ukraine fight off Russia, they're gonna wear a ribbon or wear a color of their support. Not financially visibility. their visibility and support. Visibility doesn't buy Ukraine more weapons. You visibility doesn't help them feed their troops. Visibility doesn't do shit. Everyone knows what's going on. We all have a computer in our pocket. Like, we know what's happening. Sure. Visibility sucks. And like, even if like, yeah, give Ukraine bonus points at Eurovision, but like, what does that do for Ukraine? And by well, the time Eurovision happens, is Ukraine even still a country? So then we're going to go, oh, Ukraine, you won. Oh, so sad about being taken over. Oh, thoughts. Imp-. Like, at your, that does nothing to actually help them fight off. Shot. that's true the the benefit would be is if they were to win and ukraine does get to be the host the following year it would bring revenue and money into their pocket because um that is a very very big 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 event and people go and that's one way to you know support it but maybe maybe you do it in a different way the european broadcasting union maybe just give the money i mean that's the thing we should be we should be giving them money and giving resources and maybe it's as much fun as Eurovision is. Maybe it's time to step in some of these countries that are involved and say, Oh, well, we want Ukraine there, but what happens if in a month and they have, Ukraine and doesn't and they exist? Have. Um, there, there already was, because originally the, um, the EBU was going to allow you Russia and there were countries like Sweden and Finland uh, who basically said w- would have boycotted if Russia was included. So no, but like, I'm saying not even like, maybe it's let's not have Eurovision and maybe all these countries that we're going to compete, go to Ukraine and fucking stand on the border and help fight Russia. Hey, maybe. I mean, music does bring the world together. 
it's time to maybe actually do something. I, I'm just like, I know that this is supposed to be like lighthearted and like fuck Russia, but like Ukraine may not exist in a month. That's so even true. like if we want them to compete, so people need to start sending resources, sending resources, sending armies, banning together, actually doing something. That's true. Oh, crazy week. Wild week. What are you looking forward to next week? Um, I don't know. I'm going to be real. I don't even know what's going to happen next week. Um, next week's going to be a really tough week for me mentally. So I'm just kind of checked out right now. I am looking forward to March, at least being a different month in February. I've already uh, said to people that I'm going to find my one true love on February um, 30th. So March 2nd? No, it's never the, the joke is I'm never going to find my true love. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of Kanye news. Maybe not so, so much Britney news this week now that she's got a deal. Uh, so she's going to be at her computer um, uh, word to uh, text uh, to text, talk, text to talking her book. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be very interesting. And I mean, obviously, we'll we'll have some news about the world and see if it affects pop culture. It will. Has. it will it so will we'll i'm prediction put your predictions in now do they wear blue and yellow or do they wear a ribbon at the oscars yeah. well where can we find you on the social media and the venmo and any projects you gotta plug um let's do some instagram just mikey nichols pay uh also if you go to cross-border interviews at youtube um i frequently am on that podcast doing entertainment news as well and we just started a completely visual um series of movie reviews that's exclusive to the youtube so if you want my thoughts on new movies old movies all that kind of stuff and you want to have a good laugh they're quick little like five to ten minute snippets of reviews and uh, it's always a fun time. Sounds good. Well, until next week, thanks for being here. Absolutely. The biggest thanks to Mikey for coming on. Subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block. That was Block Talk. Block Talk.